This is the Gaia-Gram, environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis. With the Colorado River's depleted reservoirs continuing to drop to new lows, the federal government has taken the unprecedented step of telling the seven western states that rely on the river to find ways of drastically cutting the amount of water they take in in the next two months. The Interior Department is seeking emergency cuts to reduce the risks of Lake Mead and Lake Powell, the country's two largest reservoirs, declining to dangerously low levels next year. Lake Mead's water levels recently dropped to historic lows, bringing the nation's largest reservoir less than 150 feet away from Deadpool, when the reservoir is so low that water cannot flow downstream from the dam. Lake Mead's water levels last week were measured at 1,044 feet, its lowest elevation since the lake was filled in the 1930s. If the reservoir dips below 895 feet, Lake Mead could reach Deadpool, carrying enormous consequences for millions of people across Arizona, California, Nevada, and parts of Mexico. The Penuelas Reservoir in central Chile was until 20 years ago the main source of water for the city of Valparaiso, holding enough water for 38,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Water for only two pools now remains. A 2019 study in the International Journal of Climatology that analyzed Chile's drought from 2010 to 2018 said shifting weather events could ease the drought in the future, but much would depend on the trajectory of human emissions impacting climate. Possibly the world's biggest leak of methane has been discovered coming from a coal mine in Russia, which has been pouring out the carbon dioxide equivalent of five coal-fired power stations. According to data from a commercial satellite monitoring company, about 90 tons an hour of methane were being released from the mine in January, when the gas was first traced to its source. Sustained over the course of a year, this would produce enough natural gas to power 2.4 million homes. As reported in Modern Farmer, researchers expect global tomato production to decline as droughts and rising temperatures affect major growing areas. These thick-skinned versions of the red fruit, called processing tomatoes, are easily transported and are used for the production of ketchup, juice, sauce, puree, and other packaged tomato products. California, Italy, and China are responsible for 65% of global tomato production. According to the study, an increase in air temperature as a result of climate change in big tomato-growing regions will cause the decrease in yield by 2050. Farmers are coping with a fertilizer crisis brought on by soaring fossil fuel prices and industry consolidation. The price of synthetic fertilizer has more than doubled since 2021, causing great stress in farm country. The crunch is particularly tough on those who grow corn, which accounts for half of the U.S. nitrogen fertilizer use. The National Corn Growers Association predicts that its members will spend 80% more in 2022 on synthetic fertilizers than they did in 2021. According to the publication Electric, a ribbon-cutting took place on June 10th for the largest floating solar farm, which is on Big Muddy Lake on Fort Bragg, North Carolina. The 1.1-megawatt floating solar farm includes 2-megawatt hours of battery energy storage. 
The U.S. Army has a goal of slashing its emissions 50% by 2030 and achieving net zero by 2050. It also wants to proactively consider the security implications of climate change in strategy, planning, and acquisition, supply chain, and programming documents and processes. This is significant because the U.S. Army is a major polluter. Since 2001, the military has produced more than 1.2 billion metric tons of greenhouse gases. Further, the Department of Defense accounts for nearly 80% of the federal government's fuel consumption. This was the Gaia Gram, environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis.